0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to more Shooting the Schmidt. I'm your host, Jonathan Smith. Super excited to get into today's episode, so I'm recording this. It is 11.15 Eastern Time here on Thursday night. Ohio State's still going on. They just had, you know, the the 70-yard screen pass for a touchdown. They're up 38-24 right now. That game looks all but over. Tennessee played tonight as well. I know there's been a lot of eyes on them with just, you know, the new coach, the The hype train so to speak and we can start with Tennessee I'll be honest you know they haven't been my main focus my main focus has been on the Minnesota and Ohio State game you know Minnesota had Ohio State worried there for a little bit so I've just kind of been flipping back and forth I'll be honest about Tennessee haven't really been very impressed it's 28 to 6 right now with 11 minutes left in the fourth you know Tennessee they're playing fast they're just not putting up points and you know if Bowling Green was any good at all you know they're the lowest of the lowest tier. Okay, to quote the Great Money Ball movie, you know, there's rich teams, there's poor teams, there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. That's Bowling Green. Okay, they're awful. 0 5 last year. Just not a good program. Tennessee just kicked a field goal. But yeah, the the 37 point spread. That was you know that's an easy under. And hopefully, you know, you made some some easy money tonight. So yeah, haven't been super impressed with, with Tennessee, but you know, it's week one. New quarterback who just got there in the spring and Joe Milton, brand new system. You know, didn't it wouldn't be fair to to expect them to put up fifty something points in week one. Now I want to get to the game that I think most people were watching tonight, and that is the Ohio State Minnesota game. So in case you forgot, P.J. Fleck can coach throughout the COVID season last year. Like this guy, he can really coach. I thought that they had the proper game plan. I mean, honestly, they're you know a scoop and score away from Ohio State. They're Look, if their quarterback holds onto the ball and he doesn't fumble it, and Ohio State doesn't get the scoop and score, they're able to move it down the field and score there. You know, then the pressure is really on Ohio State at that point, and then they've really got a chance for an upset. But when the scoop and score happened, you just felt all the momentum kind of get sucked out of the game, and that was kind of that. And I just want to prepare you guys for what's going to happen over the weekend going forward for Ohio State. Okay, this is this is what this is what's about to happen. Everybody's going to talk about how beatable Ohio State look this weekend. Oh, they didn't look very good. They made some mistakes. You know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, Wilson had some drops. You know, the receivers, you know, they couldn't really throw the ball. Blah, blah, blah. Redshirt freshman quarterback. Let's let's remember that, okay? It's a, it's a redshirt freshman quarterback. Ohio State is replacing a lot of players this year with, you know, young guys, right? Like, how many times did you hear the term true freshman or in the term freshman get thrown out throughout the game tonight? All the time, okay. True freshman at quarter, retro fresh retro freshman at quarterback, true freshman in the backfield. They've got a deep backfield, by the way. They go three running backs deep. All three of them can really play, and they all bring something a little different. I really do like their backfield. But look, you know this. This is what the national media is going to try to sell you. Ohio State looks beatable, but look by week five, week six, week seven, when these young guys get some games underneath their belts, Ohio State's going to look like a lock for the playoff. Just telling you right now. That's a good-looking football team, Ryan Day. He knows how to coach. Now, look, they may lose next week to Oregon. I'm not ruling that out. But, look, like I'm telling you, by the end of the year, Ohio State is going to be the best team in the Big Ten. They, already, they probably already are. And this is going to be a really good football team. So, please do not sell stock on Ohio State. I'm telling you, by the end of the year, they will look like a top-four team in the country. So, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to start looking at games that are happening on Saturday. So, yep, short break, and then we'll we'll be back. And we're back with more shooting. The Schmidt going to get into the games going on this weekend. And, man, for a week one, there are so many good football games that are going to be going on this Saturday. So, obviously, we're going to save the big game for last. That is Georgia and Clemson. So, we will start in the Big Ten, Wisconsin and Penn State. And, man, just the way that last year went and it's I know it's the covid year Wisconsin and Penn State both didn't look great I like coach Franklin at Penn State Wisconsin always has has a good football team Wisconsin's a five and a half point favorite here and man I'll be honest I don't know I don't know a lot about either one of these teams this year right I just know that both teams are looking to bounce back from last year and yeah like this is this is gonna be a really interesting game it's at noon it's on Fox and yeah so the the spread is Wisconsin is is favored by five and a half. The over-under set at 50, and if I was to bet this game, I would take the under. It's week one. Defenses are always ahead of offenses at this time of the year. So if I was to take any bet here, I would take the under for sure, without a doubt. And, yeah, I'm I'm super intrigued by this game. I think it's going to give us a really good idea of what the Big Ten is going to look like this year. It's going to be like last year where it was kind of Ohio State and everybody else. You know, if one of these teams blows out the other, then maybe, you know, we have something to look forward to going forward. Outside of Iowa and Iowa State, those are, or Iowa, excuse me, Iowa State's obviously in the Big 12. But, you know, we need to look at Iowa as well. Because these are kind of, you know, the three teams, Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Indiana. Those are kind of the four teams to look at in the Big 10 this year. Which one of these four is going to challenge Ohio State? Honestly, probably none of them. Like, like I said, you know, in the take before, as Ohio State's young team kind of gets games underneath their belt, I think they'll end up running away with the Big Ten. But at the same time, you know, we'll see, right? This is why we, this is why we play the games to see who's the best team. So, if I was to if I was to take a pick, if I was to pick who's going to win here, I'd probably take Wisconsin. Wisconsin's going to be a good football team. We know they're always good. Yeah. So, if you're betting this game bet bet the under I'm taking Wisconsin to win by a field goal I, th- I think it'll be really really tight now let's move on here actually no let's stay in the Big Ten I just mentioned Indiana and Iowa and look people really like this Iowa team this year and I'll be honest they sound like every other Iowa team <laughs> big linemen can run the football physical gonna play good solid defense and yeah so p- people they're really excited about this Iowa team. I know I was listening to another podcast earlier this week, and I believe it's it's the CBS analyst, CBS college football analyst, really likes Iowa, thinks that they have a shot to give Ohio State a run at their money. I don't know if I like Iowa that much, but them playing Indiana this year or week one should give us a good idea of how good this Iowa team is going to be because, look, we know what, what Indiana is bringing. They're bringing back a bunch of their receivers their quarterback is back. Like this is going to be a really good Indiana football team. And I'm honestly I'm more excited to see them play than I am Iowa. You know, like as excited as I am, you know, to kind of get a look at this Iowa team. And I'm very interested to see what this Indiana team brings to the table. I'm honestly I'm gonna take Indiana here. You know, they're they're three point underdogs. The money line's at plus one seventy, if you just want to bet them outright. So yeah, I, I would take Indiana here for sure plus three. Now moving on. Louisiana and Texas, people are really intrigued by this game, and I am as well. I'll be honest; I'm probably I would take Louisiana to cover, or ULL, whichever one you want to call them. You know, Billy Napier, a great coach. He turned down you know the head coaching job at South Carolina, turned down the head coaching job at Auburn to stay at Louisiana, which means that he knows what he has coming back. He knows he has a good, talented group. Because look, if if he knew he had a bunch of scrubs coming back. <clears throat> He wouldn't have stayed because that that would have hurt his coaching stock. He he'd have been out of there. But he knows what he has coming back. Right? Texas, new system, new quarterback, just a lot of newness. You know, I definitely like Louisiana to cover here plus nine. But I would probably take Texas to win outright. I I think they'll win by by a touchdown. So take Texas to beat Louisiana, but Louisiana covers without a doubt. I like, I really like that bet at Louisiana plus nine. Maybe go buy half a point or a point, get get it at 9.5 or 10, and then obviously your odds are even better at that point. And then, before we get into the game that I'll probably talk for a lot longer about, I want to talk about, obviously, you know the other big game going on this week. 330, ABC, Alabama plays Miami. Alabama, 19.5 point favorites. This is the number one ranked team in the country, taking on the number 14th ranked team in the country. Now, look, that's absolutely ridiculous, okay? There aren't very many seasons where the number one ranked team is this big of a favorite against the number 14th ranked team. Now, I'll be honest, Miami kind of falls into this class of teams like your Michigans and, well, maybe not as much anymore, but the name Miami just carries weight and so they're always ranked a little bit higher than they should be to start the season, okay? It happens every year. And look, you know, with Miami's history, I guess you can say that they've earned it. But at their recent history, they really haven't. So, yeah, Miami, probably not the 14th best team in the country. I think that the spread definitely shows that. And honestly, I, I would take Alabama to cover. I think Bryce Young is going to be the real deal this year. Nick Saban. The only caution here is that Bill O'Brien is the new OC. And he will be calling plays. So it'll be interesting to kind of see... How they look offensively, what they look to do, how is, how is the play calling? Obviously, Bill O'Brien's not going to be as good as Steve Sarkeesian. But look, a lot of guys aren't. Like, Sarkeesian, one of the best offensive coordinators, one of the best play callers in the country, right? So, you know, expect for Alabama to really lean on the run here with Bryce Young being the quarterback. Miami, both of their defensive ends from last year are gone, so it's going to be interesting to see their ability to set the edge. Alabama bringing back bringing back a couple offensive linemen, bringing back eight of their defensive starters from last year. This Alabama defense is about to be super tough, as it always is. But this has you know this is going to be a better defense this year than it was last year, just because of how many guys they're bringing back. And I cannot wait to watch this Alabama team play. You know, there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of people picking Georgia to win the SEC. There's some people out there picking a to win the SEC. There's some people out there who really like LSU this year. But I'm telling you, Alabama, they're going to win the SEC. You don't bet against the guy who has more rings than Thanos, okay? You just don't do it, okay? So this Alabama team, I do expect them to cover minus 19.5. I think they're going to beat Miami by four touchdowns. Like, I don't think this game is really going to be close. And, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. Like It's always fun to watch Alabama teams play. They run around, they hit, and it's just going to be an all-around entertaining game. LSU-UCLA. So, LSU is a 2.5-point favorite. The lines come down. You know, we saw UCLA play in Week 0 against Hawaii, where they just absolutely crushed Hawaii. But then again, it's pretty obvious Hawaii wasn't very good. And, you know, they made UCLA, I think, look better than what they are. This is the late game on Fox. They're playing it at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, super excited for this one. People really like LSU this year. And I just, I don't know. People really like Johnson at quarterback. We'll see. I'm more concerned about the defense. That was really the problem last year. Obviously, you know, they have Stingy out there playing corner. You know, he's probably the best in the country. And then... I don't know. We're, I'm I'm interested to see how the secondary looks. They went out. They got a new defensive coordinator. We know Ed Ogeron's a good motivator. But the thing with this LSU team is, you know, you could tell me that LSU is going to be a top ten team in the country next at, at the end of this year, and I would believe you. But you could also tell me, hey, LSU finishes like seven and five, and Coach O gets fired. I would believe that as well. <laughs> like, it's really interesting. I'm super intrigued to kind of watch how this LSU season. Unfolds, you know, there's some people picking them to finish second in the SEC West. It's going to be interesting, right? And like this UCLA team, like they have an experienced quarterback, there's a lot of experience on that team as a whole, which I think plays a bigger factor at the start of the year than it does maybe at the end. So, yeah, I'm there's a large part of me that really wants to take UCLA to upset LSU because we know we're going to have one. There's always some kind of upset in week one and i highly doubt it's going to be kent state over Notre, over texas a&m or fau over florida right so i'm i'm going to do it. i'm going to take ucla to beat lsu i think they beat them 41 35 i'm going to take ucla to upset lsu that's my one upset pick for the week pure pure guts here like that is the only reason why i'm taking ucla man and but then again like look like the spread's only two and a half okay so Vegas is telling you hey like we like UCLA like this is a good team this team is more than capable of winning this game right and so yeah I'm I'm super excited for that one that once again that's the late game on Fox and then one more and then we'll get to the game that everybody's interested in Georgia and Clemson Notre Dame plays Florida State Sunday night and you know it's it's gonna be interesting right new quarterback at Notre Dame, Florida State, you know, Mike Mike Norvell, fantastic coach. The the former Memphis coach. You know, it's a year I believe it's year 3 for Norvell, so things should kind of be rolling. You know, I'm going to take Notre Dame, they they're a touchdown favorite. But yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting um just to kind of see where that Florida State program's at. We know how it was when Jimbo left was not in the best of conditions and, you know, it's, you know, look the ACC needs some teams to kind of pop up outside of Clemson. And look, if it's you know Florida State, I think that's great for college football. It's great for the ACC. So hopefully, you know, we can kind of see some flashes of this Florida State program kind of getting back to where it was. Now, the game that everybody's paying attention to, the game that everybody wants to talk about, the undisputed game of the week, number five Georgia taking on number three Clemson. And these are two of the most talented teams in the country. And there's a lot of people t- taking Georgia here, plus three. Like, they're taking Georgia to win outright. And I just, I don't know. I I don't know. So Georgia, they're, they've are they got some injuries coming out of camp, especially at the wide receiver position, which it feels like Georgia always has injuries at wide receiver. <laughs> Ever since Kirby Smart got there, it just seems like all their receivers get hurt. So they're, they've got injuries at receiver Clemson though, there's rumors of maybe they got some COVID stuff going on. I don't know. I am gonna take Clemson to win this game. I think Dabo Sweeney's a better coach than Kirby Smart. And there's a lot of Georgia hype this year. A lot of you know Georgia's gonna win the SEC. A lot of Georgia's gonna win a national championship. All this kind of hype for them, right? Like this is Kirby's year. This is the year he gets over the Alabama hump. And, look, I'm telling you right now, Georgia's not getting over any hump until they change their offense. Okay, like, that is the biggest thing standing in Georgia's way right now. They don't go fast. They don't really spread it out. You know, they kind of made some adjustments last year, and then they brought in JT Daniels, and their scoring output greatly jumped in the last four games. But, like, can we look at who they played their last four games of the year? Okay, so they played Cincinnati in the bowl game where they put up 24. They played Missouri and put up 49. They played South Carolina, who's not very good, and put up 45. They played Mississippi State, who wasn't very good, and they put up 31. So it wasn't like, you know, JT Daniels came in against Alabama and teams like that and just absolutely lit it up. Like, that's not what happened, okay? He played against bad defenses outside of Cincinnati. They had a pretty solid defense. Like, Missouri's defense last year wasn't good. South Carolina's defense last year wasn't good. Mississippi State's defense wasn't good, okay? So, Slow down on this JT Daniels hype, okay? Georgia definitely has the second-best quarterback, or they're going to have the second-best quarterback on the field, DJ Ugalele. You know, we saw what he did in the Notre Dame game. He still has more to prove, right? You can't just, you know, show up, tear up Notre Dame, and then, you know, like that's it, right? Like you have to continue to play well. And look, I, I think he's going to, you know, he's got the arm, he's got the size, he can move. And yeah, so super excited for this one. I'm very intrigued to see how the defenses are going to play. Because these are two outstanding defensive coaches. Uh, Brett Venables, the defensive coordinator for Clemson. You know He's the best defensive coordinator in the country. You can't really dispute that. And then obviously you have Kirby Smart and the defensive genius that he is. So it's going to be great to kind of see this chess match. Of how these two defenses approach these offenses. And yeah, I, I can't wait. Once again, I'm, I'm taking Clemson to beat Georgia. I think they cover as well. I like Clemson by a touchdown. Georgia's inability to, to spread the ball to spread the field I think is what's going to hurt them and yeah so I'm I'm going to take Clemson to let's go Clemson wins we can go Clemson wins 35 35 27 so we'll we'll take them by it Clemson wins 35 27 write it down go to wherever you place your bets go ahead and put it down because I'm telling you right now I really like this Clemson team They're, like, borderline slept on this year. Everybody's talking about Oklahoma and Georgia and A&M and Alabama. No one's talking about this Clemson team, especially that's the way that they got their doors blown off last year in the college football playoff. They're coming out this year looking for vengeance. I really like them to beat Georgia here in week one. Now, look, that doesn't jeopardize, you know, if you've got Georgia in the college football playoff. You know, they play a tough enough schedule. They went out. They won the SEC championship. Obviously, they're going to get in. So, that's gonna do it here at Shooting the Schmidt, and yeah, I cannot wait. College football's back. I'm so excited, and the NFL that that'll be starting back here soon as well. And oh man, I'm I'm so glad that the football season's back. If you want to hear more from me, go check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever at Jay Schmidt underscore four, and I think TikTok is just Jay Schmidt. You know, I post little clips on there from each show. So make sure you go follow me at wherever you know you want to follow me at. So. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Shooting the Schmidt, and I will talk to you all again on Monday.